This episode is sponsored by Postalytics. If you're doing any type of marketing for your startup today, you're probably missing out on one of the most underrated marketing channels there is to grow your business, direct mail marketing. Finding ways to stand out and get attention for your prospects has never been harder. Business people receive over 120 emails per day. The average Gmail account contains over 8,000 messages. With Postalytics, start standing out by delivering personalized messages directly into the hands of your audience to form a deeper impression than email alone. The best part is you can integrate with your CRM to track, trace, and measure the impact of every dollar you spend. So whether you're an agency or startup founder and looking to build out your next direct mail marketing campaign, visit postalytics.com for a free account and start sending direct mail today. If you'd like to sponsor the SaaS District podcast or recommend any guests that you think would be valuable to be on the show, visit horizoncapital.com slash SaaS podcast today. Thanks again, folks. Hello, hello, everyone. This is your host, Akhil Jabbar, and welcome back to another episode of SaaS District. In today's episode, we'll be talking about how AI is transforming the website building industry. Today, we have our guest, Tigran Nazarian, joining us. Tigran is an entrepreneur, as well as a doctor in philosophy on astronomy and astrophysics. Recently, Tigran took up the CEO and co-founder position at TenWeb, an automated WordPress platform for building websites with AI and super fast hosting where he's in charge of leading a team of over 70 professionals. As the CEO, he aims at building a strong company culture that allows for a successful transition of great ideas into powerful technological achievements. So welcome, Tigran. Super excited to have you on SAS District Show today. Thank you very much for the invitation, Akil. My pleasure. Awesome. So I have to ask the question, how did you make that transition? What was it like going from, you know, doctor in, uh, you know, and uh, what is it? Uh, and then making that transition, from a- yeah, from academia, academia for industry specializing to WordPress and web development to now entrepreneur. How did you make that transition? There, what was the story? Um, it came naturally, actually, and but quite suddenly. I mean, I was doing my uh, PhD. I did it, and uh, with friends, we co-founded a company doing WordPress plugin business. And um, at some point, I just decided to stay focused on the on one of these possible paths, and I chose uh, industry over academy. And I don't regret for that. And I know that a lot of people who uh, leave academy and go to industry don't feel guilty for that. It's 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 really interesting, and uh, industry technologies are really cool. So you were kind of in, did you, were you kind of self-taught how to be, you know, a developer and, and working in WordPress or was that, you know, would you go to kind of some, uh, learn some education around that, you know, more uh, uh, through, through schooling? For school, uh, university, I learned programming, but we learned mostly some uh, classical stuff like C, uh, languages like that. But uh, I learned so PHP and WordPress myself. And for most of our developers and engineers, we 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 went to the, through that path. Actually, we all learned by ourselves. 
Nice. So you don't you didn't actually need to have a you know actual formal degree in software engineering, um, and then you know in, in 2015, what was the kind of clear opportunity that you saw in the market that you and your co-founder decided to lead uh, and build you know 10web.io? Yeah, just one correction. It was in 2017. 2017. Yeah, okay. four years ago. So before that, we were doing plugins business. We were building and selling WordPress plugins uh, with subscription uh, model. But we saw a great opportunity for an automation, for automation in WordPress industry generally. I mean, for automation of creating websites, automation of optimizing websites, automation of all this hosting-related te- technical, technological stuff. Uh, we, we saw that it takes quite a lot for creating app WordPress websites. Although it is easy, but it's not as easy and fast the process for web developers and even professionals. They, they, they spend on average five weeks creating WordPress website. I mean, from A to Z, from creating to the final launch and uh, some necessary optimization. So we, we saw great potential here uh, with automation, to what we can do to save time and effort of people who are doing WordPress every day, or also people who create web website for themselves who are not professional developers, uh, but who know what is WordPress, who work with it, and WordPress allows for such hmm. people uh, to create websites. So let's make their experience easier. And that's when he decided to to launch the product. So you're saving them. Like typically, you know, the the standard procedure is you know five weeks to building a website. Um, and then you mentioned on your website you're going to get ninety plus speed in terms of uh, you know how Google kind of ranks your your search speed. Um, you know, you have an AI based web building and optimizations. Why does a you know business need that automated website, or why would a SaaS founder look to be improving their web page versus u- using the you know general WordPress or other platforms? Uh, and then second question to that is how is that going to affect their overall SEO performance if they're using the, the automated versus the, the kind of standard way? Yeah. Uh, perhaps several years ago, it was not so important, but we, we see now Google takes into account uh, uh, performance of websites when ranking them. So Speedo website directly affects on its uh, ranking, SEO conversion and effectiveness of ads as well. And especially recently, Google takes into account mobile. I mean, the way uh, the speed website uh, is loaded on mobile devices. So uh, we, we think that this is this stuff should be automated. And uh, to be honest, this is technically really challenging, even for average developer to create a really optimized website. And it, it, they need to spend a lot of time and check uh, whether everything works well and is not broken or whether there is some problem. So this is first uh, uh, issue, the first fundamental problem we saw with optimization, how t- we can automate it. it it's, it's super important for all modern websites. Mm-hmm. All should be auto- uh, optimized. And the, s- the second uh, problem we saw, it's uh, that people, perhaps 10 years ago, they were coding for websites. With the introduction of CMSs and site builders, now people drag and drop to create layouts, to create whole pages and uh, 
complete websites. But still, this work is uh, manual work and uh, it takes a lot of time even to drag and drop and customize. So we see also potential here with automation. And again, uh, this, this saves time of both developers and non-developer people. Right. So your, your one option is to, you know, go out and, you know, overcome this challenge of, you know, optimizing for speed uh, by hiring a developer. What, what are some, you know, other advantages and disadvantages, let's say, when you're using your solution uh, versus, you know, what, what are things you're going to you're going to miss out on if you're if you're using yours versus the, the standard way of, of, of uh, doing it? Okay. Uh, actually, our solution is doesn't replace developer. If if person decides to create a website by themselves, it helps them. But if they decide to hire a developer, this solution is still can be implemented by a developer. I mean, mm. developers' time is precious. And uh, for web agencies, for marketing agencies, it's super important to know wh- how many websites they can make. Uh, whether can yeah. they can scale their business. So this is also a tool for uh, scaling agency business. I mean, this is both B2B and B2C product or platform. Uh, regarding the advantages and disadvantages, I would say that uh, advantage is WordPress and the fact that we built our platform for WordPress. Right. Like there are many site building platforms like Fix, Webflow, but we haven't created one more VIX. We created our solution for WordPress. And WordPress is really powerful and its percentage uh, market share is growing. It's, yeah. it's not old. It's, it's still cool. So we think the greatest value of our product is that the fact that it is built for WordPress. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, I know there's other you know a lot of no code automation websites. So you, you mentioned like Webflow. Um, so you guys yeah. are actually building on top of WordPress. How, how else are you guys going to compare to you know or competing with with the, the other no code platforms such as Webflow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's a great question. WordPress competes with them, and we, being a part of WordPress, compete as well. So the beauty of WordPress is it's being open source. Webflow, Wix, and other solutions, they are not open source solutions. Right. They are right. single product. And WordPress being open source, it has a huge ecosystem of plugins, of uh, templates and themes, and uh, millions of people who create all these uh, uh, parts. And uh, th- this makes it powerful. Hmm. And then would you say your platform, like I'm trying to see who's the right person who'd want to use this versus somebody who already has a team of you know, developers who can go and build it. Um, would you say it's for a specific segment size or profile or is this for somebody who's you know, just starting off and building their first website? Both are okay. Both uh, tech-savvy people who create websites for themselves are our customers or potential customers as well as people who uh, professionally build websites for their clients. Mm. So, and uh, of course, there are different types of websites. Uh, PenWeb is good for many types of websites, including e-commerce sites, blogs, and um, a simple, just several page, uh, landing page website. Got it. So you, you work for both, you know, B2C, B2B agencies. Right. Um, if I'm looking to use their platform and I want to build a new website, what's your current kind of from onboarding process to building out and launching my new website. And then 
you know, how, how are you, how did you guys find your own product market fit with your own platform? Right. Uh, when uh, sign up, sign up, uh, we offer customers two opportunities to create website and uh, if they already have to migrate the website. For creation, you can either create blank website, either you can create using the AI, or if you saw some beautiful template from our collection of templates, you can choose that template and make it yours. So this is creation flow. And migration flow is really uh, interesting as well. Uh, a lot of people have websites that are uh, hosted on shared hostings. They are cheap hostings, but they are... Um, slow and do not perform well. So we offer people just, just to create a copy of your website on our hosting and just compare speed. Mm. Compare page speed score. This is a score by Google, uh, a single score from 0 to 100, uh, which uh, shows how fast your website is. So we mm -hmm. guarantee our customers uh, for all websites hosted on our platform to have 90 plus mobile page speed score. So we say, just, just compare your previous score with the, the score on our platform and decide whether you want to keep your old copy or new copies, your live production website. Mm. Uh, regarding product to market feed, actually, we w went through a long path from doing plugins uh, several years ago to creating hosting and to creating um, different services for website optimization, for performance, for uh, security backups, and all, all, all these necessary components. And we experimented a lot uh, with analytics, with data to, to, to feed, see what's the most important value or what are the most important core product values are for our customers. And, um, we try to position our product in different way, like all-in-one solution for creating website, uh, like uh, the best hosting and things like that. And we, we, we came, came to the product to market fit with automated WordPress platform with paid speed, uh, Google Cloud hosting and AI being three core components of our solution. Mm. Nice. Uh, and, and then in terms of, uh, you know, being on WordPress, right? Like you said, they're a growing market, they're a huge platform. They have so many plugins, they have templates, they have tools, and they're constantly updating. You know, you see these updates every single week, they're changing. How are you guys managing to maintain, you know, your AI solution to be able to match up to that, you know, stay up to date and stay relevant with, and still stay, you know, up to date and compete? That's a great question. Uh, really, WordPress is changing very fast it uh, it now transforms uh, being transformed to whole site builder with its uh, uh, core vanilla wordpress without plugins where you mm -hmm. can edit different parts of uh, website so we we really uh, try to follow what are the trends of wordpress it was just blogging platform when it was uh, built uh, uh, more than 10 years ago, 15 years ago. But now it's a full solution for building websites for different types of websites and for building them without coding. So we try to follow these trends to see w where WordPress is going to and uh, what's the use 
by uh, by its customers. And we also build our AI builder for Elementor, which is uh, the most popular page builder and site builder plugin for WordPress. So we made the choice, Elementor versus others, and we, we preferred it. It's it's really popular and it's uh, it's uh, stable and it's uh, uh, millions of people are using it every day. Yes. And also use a large data sets of data sets of websites uh, to see how they're built. I mean, what, what tools are people using for creating websites? And we want to adjust our AI builder to different to different types of websites. I mean, how it works. So you just input the URL of website. The AI transforms that website or web page into WordPress and into a widget-based uh, layout. So we train it on different types of websites and um, make it uh, working well or different types of input websites. Mm, got it. And, and then, you know, obviously you guys are using AI automation. We know, we understand, you know, super versatile to growing technology. Um, what, what else are you, is kind of on that product roadmap for 10Web? And are you guys planning to expand, you know, to other platforms, segments, industries, or or just kind of make your current solution, you know, bigger? Mm-hmm. Well, we built all this solution for WordPress and for Elementor-based Page, uh, page builder um, plugins, and we don't try to expand it. We want to perfect this. We don't uh, expand it to other site builders and or other platforms. We want to perfect it for WordPress. We see the future is with WordPress because it's mm. it's growing. Uh, it's uh, it's becoming new and fresh from uh, every year. I mean, it's 15-year-old platform, but it's still cool. So we want to improve our AI, the way it creates layouts, the way it um, in its, uh, it is integrated with different types of widgets. I mean, the variety of widgets in final recreated uh, website. And also uh, want to perfect our PaySpeed solution by making it really perfect with all types of web pages and websites. Got it. Um, and then switch, switching gears, you know, a lot of our, our founders are looking how to accelerate the growth of their SaaS company, especially if they're in a you know really saturated market like like what you guys are in. Uh, can you share, uh, in terms of marketing growth, what channels, what strategy has worked best for you guys so far? <clears throat> we tried. We experiment with different uh, channels uh, for ads different socials. Uh, for example, for us, YouTube really works well. We, we see great potential of content, in, of uh, creating content in YouTube, uh, educational content um, to grow the awareness of people, uh, the, explaining them to the needs to optimize websites, to choose a good hosting, uh, and the, the way it relates, it is related with their business. So it worked for us. But of course, uh, you should try to see w- where are those people using your product? Are they on LinkedIn or are they on Facebook? Uh, what the uh, word of mouth, it works as well for our product, especially wow effect when people use AI Builder and say, wow, it's magic. How did, you, how did it 
uh, build website. So it works as well. Nice. So YouTube, uh, word of mouth uh, has worked really well. Any Anything that you'd say you've tried were, was, you know, I think equally important is what you've tried and failed and, and what hasn't worked and, and why? Yeah, that's interesting. Actually, fails are usually more interesting than success cases. We had uh, some plugin customers, clients, and people using our plugins which were, were our legacy business. So we tried to convert them to the platform. And to some extent it worked, but not the way we expected. I mean, to uh, to convert them to hosting and uh, whole platform instead of just uh, being a user of single plugin. Uh, it didn't work well. Uh, so there are different types of people. I mean, you should you should know who is using what product for what purpose and uh, whether you can uh, offer them additional value and whether they need or not that value. So mm-hmm. in case of uh, plugins and our uh, uh, plugin users, it didn't work well. So we couldn't convert much of them to hosting mm-hmm. customers. Interesting. So just that, that channel specifically, you know, seems like it would be a good fit, right? They're using plugins, they're on WordPress, probably the same target, but for some reason it didn't actually lead to the, the right conversions of maybe just the stage they're at or the, the size of the company, right? Or the industry. Right. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, you, you know, obviously you're, you're the CEO of a leading SaaS company over is it 70 employees now. Is that right? Yes, or 70 oh. people. 70 people, you know, obviously super demanding. What kind of skills have you had to develop over these last, you know, few years to be at the height of, you know, meet the challenge you're at? And how do you tr- currently measure your leadership success? Uh, you would agree that the transformation from scientist to engineer to manager and then to uh, CEO is it's really challenging. And mm-hmm. uh, I would say that Learning is, is super important and no, do not say no to the, the things you don't know and the things are, that are new for you. I mean, I, I learned a lot of things and I still continue to learn. And uh, this is super important for especially founders and CEOs. Right. So it seems like being open-minded and right, communicating it and under, being, yeah, exactly. being open-minded. You don't have to have, know all the answers all the time. Exactly. And also, uh, feedback is very important. The way measuring success for me, I think it's feedback, not only, I mean, in terms of business uh, growth, but also feedback of employees, of uh, customers, of other co-founders as well. They, they were crucial important for me uh, to grow from a developer to CEO. Mm. And then obviously, you know, as a CEO, the, the bigger the team you gets, you're always being grabbed for, you know, attention from all over the place, right? From the work right. you need to do right. from your team, from, you know, putting out flyers and growth and all, all that stuff. Do you have any kind of productivity hacks or maybe strategies for maybe new founders in this space who maybe could should think about that now and, uh, you know, improve their, their time management? Uh, perhaps first thing is just to manage stress. Do not postpone, do not procrastinate. Just do what you should do. First time is hard, second time is easier, and then it becomes a routine. So having stick to your schedule, 
try to focus on the most important things and uh, eliminate what you can delegate, what you sh- can not do, skip, and still it's okay. So, and uh, also communication skill. Perhaps for me, it's, it's, it was really uh, important because I'm introvert. Mm-hmm. And I guess a lot of people, especially technology people, they are introverts. But uh, being manager and being founder or CEO, it requires communication skills. So you still can be introvert, but you should communicate really well. And this is what I also... Yeah, no, I, I get that. Yeah, I'm also an introvert, even though it may not seem like it. But yeah, you have to practice yourself kind of getting out of your shell and, and you know, making sure you over communicate because for others, it might be still you know, not enough. Yeah, cool. Uh, Tigran, w- want to switch gears kind of moving towards, you know, the rapid fire questions a little bit more personal. Um, starting off with what's one piece of advice you wish you had known and what you would tell your 25 year old self? Oh, I would tell my 25 year old self to not try to reinvent wheel. And uh, if you fail, fail earlier. That, 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 that was uh, super important. And uh, for me also, learning. I mean, learning in a sense of um, reading the classical stuff, the things that uh, founders and CEOs should, should read. So just do your homework and um, the rest will be much easier. You... A lot of people did some errors, they learned, and they, they shared their experience. So better not to repeat the, their errors as well. <laughs> exactly why we have this podcast, right? Follow what the tried and trust, t- trusted, what's already worked. Learn from the, the, the experienced people. Don't try to reinvent the wheel and you'll be uh, a lot ahead of, than everybody else. Yeah. Um, what are some of the biggest challenges you're currently facing in order to continue grow to grow ten web and you know meaning what what's keeping you up at night these days? <laughs> <laughs> I would say I wouldn't say that any technology problem keeps me up at night like uh, any website uh, broken or down any customer website. No, we have no technological problems because we have a really strong team in that sense. Like, But what keeps me uh, challenging, it's uh, the way our business is built. We, we, we have both B2B and B2C customers. So whether we should focus on some time at some point on one of them. And uh, I think for every SaaS business, uh, it's also important decision whether you should do that decision earlier or later. It depends on the business, but uh, I guess at some point, uh, perhaps 90% of SaaS businesses do that decision. Right, kind of just deciding at what point to focus, where to focus and make sure that you have enough data to support that before you go the the wrong route, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, the good point. who or what are some of the best three resources? It can be books, it can be people, mentors, or people you follow. Who you say have been the most instrumental to your success over these last few years? Uh, perhaps I would mention a couple of classical books that all sales should read. Uh, should read. Like 
Blue Ocean Strategy um, by uh, Chang Kim and uh, his co-author, uh, or uh, Lean Startup. This, these are classic and they're valid, actual, so they're must do. Um, also, I want to mention a person, my co-founder, Arto Minasian, it's, uh, he's a really talented and, um, unique person. Uh, he is like Elon Musk, you know, in what mm-hmm. sense? Cause, and I learned a lot of, from him. Um, like Elon Musk manages both Tesla and SpaceX and both are successful. So my co-founder Arto is, uh, managing and helping with our startup. And there is another startup. It's called Crisp. Uh, which is uh, AI noise canceling uh, startup, which is super successful. So it's it's really interesting to to see a person who is running two startups really successfully, and uh, he's a real very uh, effective manager. And um, I learned from him a lot. Hmm. Okay, so he's your inspiration. Keeps you keep you going. Your kind of mentor as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Sigrun, what does success mean to you today? Whether that's personally, financially, business, life, uh, there's no right answer. Hmm. Yeah, for business success, there are KPIs and numbers. But for personal success, um, particularly in work, I would say that doing the work I love is a measure of success. Because the work that is, uh, what I do is constantly changing. But whether should I, whether, whether can I keep uh, loving all what I do, it's a measure of success. Mm. Would you say you're doing that right now? Are you, are you working right. on what you love? Yeah. Exactly. I really love what I do. Nice. So you're living the dream, living a successful dream. Awesome. Uh, th- thanks, Tigran. Anything you want to add, uh, you know, for our audience or any, any last piece of advice before we, we close it off? Um. I would welcome any question and uh, just uh, I would invite uh, our audience to contact me if you need, uh, if you are interested by AI, by technologies and uh, web development is interesting for you. Feel free to uh, chat with me and you can find me at LinkedIn. Cool. Uh, so what would be the best place for, for founders maybe to get in touch with you or learn more about, you know, 10 web? LinkedIn and Twitter. Link- LinkedIn and Twitter? Okay, perfect. So we'll add those links uh, for, to our show notes for people to check out and they can say hi to you. And uh, thank you for, for all your help. Thank you. Thank you, Tigran, for jumping on SAS District Show today. Really appreciate it. And uh, hope to thank see you. Thank you, Akil. All right. Have a good one. Cheers. Thank you all for listening in to this episode and joining SAS District today. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe for future episodes where we interview top leaders in the SaaS industry. If you're a SaaS company looking to grow and unlock the true value of your business, get in touch with us at horizoncapital.com and myself or one of our consultants will provide a free assessment to help you get there and hit your goals. If you have any feedback or suggestions for this podcast, please DM us on Instagram or LinkedIn at Horizon Capital and help us improve our content for you all. Thanks again and hope to see you on the next one.